Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast, where we talk about everything One Direction, from news to album updates to the weird thing Harry did on stage the other night. Talk Direction, by the fans, for the fans. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash talkdirection. There they have over 180,000 downloadable titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. For you, the listeners of Talk Direction Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. This week, we will be recommending you check out One Direction, Who We Are, Our Official Autobiography, which is a book narrated by the boys themselves. So if you want to hear about their lives from before X Factor and through their journey of being in the band, this is a great option. Or, if you simply love the sound of Harold's voice to fall asleep to, check out One Direction, Who We Are, our official autobiography. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash talkdirection. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash talkdirection for your free audiobook. Welcome to episode 41 of Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. And this is our 41st episode of Talk Direction. Um, And this episode is actually being recorded, or at least the main discussion of it, is being recorded two days after we recorded our other episode, um, because the album's just come out, Zane's album, and we don't have time to record later in the week because Kara's going traveling, which is very exciting, Um, but we wanted to, like, get our sort of first reactions to mine and mine right away. Um, So where I am, it's currently 724 and I went to bed at 3 last night, oh. so um, I'm, like, working on... I woke up at, like, 6.30 to get all the computer crap ready, so I'm, like, three and a half hours right now, which is um, really good. And Kara just told me she's super tired as well. So how are you feeling today, Kara? Um, I feel like I'm bordering on psychotic. <laughs> like, um, you know, like, I don't know, I feel like when I get into an airport, I'm just going to be like, uh... Like, you know, when you're just kind of, like, stressed out from traveling, and you're just like, what the heck is going on, like... I, I don't know. I feel like that's what my life is going to be like. Um, and I haven't finished packing and I'm leaving in like two hours. Uh, uh, so that's how I feel right now. But um, so this is what the episode's going to be like. Oh, yeah. It's get be, ready. Yeah, it's literally like a direct. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm trying to say. It's, you know, mind of ours, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're actually going to skip over news so Kara has more time and go straight to the main discussion. And I'm going to pull, I think, my sister on for news. So that's what you'll be hearing, I guess, right now. Okay, so now we're starting news, and my younger sister, Jessica, is here. Um, My other sister, who's also younger than me, Rebecca, was on our Halloween bonus episode, and Jessica's never been on the show. So do you want to say hi, Jess? Hi. So yeah, she's going to be doing news with me because, like I just mentioned, Kara had to go. Um... But this is exciting. So, Jesse, what kind of One Direction fan would you say you are? Are you a big fan? Are you kind of a fan? Do you know their music? What do you think? Um, Well, I'm not, like, a huge fan. I do listen to all their music, um, mostly because you and I. But I do really enjoy their songs. But I don't, like, follow them around a lot. I look at their Instagram. Follow them around, yeah. I I go following One Direction around. (laughs) Not really. I mean, like, I don't follow their every move but I do follow them on like Instagram and I know what they 
do sometimes. Yeah, Jesse knows a lot of their songs really well. And what would you say are your favorite songs, I guess, from their newest album, Made in the AM? Um, definitely Olivia. Um, history. History. Perfect. No. No. <laughs> I like End of the Day. I don't know. I like them all. Mm-hmm. But probably, like, Olivia and History are my favorites. Good girl. Um, good choices there. <clears throat> so, we're just going to go into news. And Jessica's just, like, watched some of the videos that we're talking about. So, it's going to be a fresh perspective. Um, and I'm sure we'll get some of Kara's feedback on next episode. Um, especially about the Simon Cal news story that we have. Um, but yeah, Jesse, I'm excited to like get a fresh sort of, you know, fresh set of eyes on these stories and about One Direction. We can ask kind of like an outsider's opinion, um, though Jesse does really know One Direction songs quite well. So our first news story today is that Niall got a Snapchat, which is super exciting. Um, I saw this like from Celeb Mix, which is a online publication. And then Niall ended up tweeting about it um, this morning, I think it was. And he said, so apparently I've got a Snapchat now. Add me. Don't really know how it works, so give me time. Which I'm still kind of, like, shocked at how so many people who are, like, like the younger generation haven't used Snapchat before. Like, I feel like everyone. Yeah, yeah when I read that tweet, I was pretty surprised. Especially because he's so famous that he wouldn't really be super familiar with that kind of social media. Yeah, I guess because, like, even though they might not put it on public, like, most people have Snapchat in general. Like, we know Liam has one. It's just not public to us. But, um, yeah. But I'm. this is so exciting. And, Jesse, you follow a lot of people on on Snapchat, too. So are you looking forward to Niall having a Snapchat? Yeah, definitely. I think Niall's really, like, funny. And he's, like, I don't know. I think he'll have a good Snapchat. Yeah, because, like, he seems like someone where... We say we compare think people like Niall and Harry. I mean, Niall and Liam to Harry, who Harry's not so prone to posting like things about himself on social media. But I feel like Niall is much more open to that. So I think that'll be cool to see. And so this is pretty much the best news ever. And I just and it's so funny because um, we were talking about Niall um, sort of doing YouTube and what he would be like a vlogger. And I find that a lot of the Snapchat. Um, like, a lot of famous people who use Snapchat will, like, sort of do, like, mini vlogs where they're, like, showing around their daily life. So I'm just kind of hoping that Niall will be someone who, like, shows us his daily life and it'll be fun. And also filters. What filter would you like to see Niall use? Yeah, he would look funny with filters. (laughs) Just speak up. He would look funny with filters. (laughs) (laughs) Which filter, though? Which filter could you see Niall using? I don't know, I could, you see him using the one that makes your nose really big, and you look like one of those, like, troll things from Frozen. That's my favorite. (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'd like to see, I'm sure he'll go through all of them. I hope he just posts them all up for us, because it's really funny. Um, And then face swaps. I was thinking face swapping with the other boys. I don't know how often they meet up, but I would love to see, like, Harry and Niall face swap. Um, I just think it would be hilarious, so. Yeah, especially since face swaps don't always, like, work out well. Yeah. It'll be a little bit screwed up. Yeah. With, like, mixed features of, like, maybe Harry's nose and Niall's, like, mouth. Yeah. And also, Niall's been wearing, like, glasses lately, so that also adds a layer to, like, mess it up when you have glasses on, so that would be funny. Um, And also, in, like, his username, his username, for anyone who doesn't know, is just Niall Horan, all one word. 
Um, but there's like a baby emoji that he chose. And I knew Kara had opinions on this, but unfortunately she's not here to give them. So maybe we'll get those next week. But yeah, let's move on to our next news story. Um, Simon Cowell, who we all know is a big part of One Direction in the formation of One Direction, did an interview for Billboard talking about like his own life and like his job and um, different shows that he's been a part of. Um, but we took out some of the stuff where he was talking about One Direction in particular. Um, he was talking about the hiatus and like how they came to that decision. Um, and he said, whenever I was with them, we talked about it and I couldn't argue with them. They had achieved so much in such a short period of time and I didn't want them to get jaded. As I've gotten older, I learned to trust people more, particularly artists. They'll decide when they want to come back together which I think is really nice. And then sort of the, um, I guess, mm, scarier part of this interview when he was talking about the hiatus, he said, um, I don't know if it's a hiatus or a breakup, to be honest. In a weird way, I don't want to know. I don't think they've had enough time to experience what it's like not being in the group to really answer that. And I think that's a really good answer. And like Karen and I have discussed in the past that um, I feel like while they say they're going to get together, I'm, yeah, again, we, we really don't know if there's like a set timeline or if they even know what their own solo projects are going to bring them and like bring them like in the pathway wise, like where they're going to go with them. So it's hard to say if they'll actually be, be back together within the near future. Um, and Simon doesn't even know. So it really seems up in the air at this point. I wanted to ask you, Jesse, as someone we haven't talked to about like the hiatus and the breakup and all that. How do you feel about it? And like, do you think it is just a hiatus or do you think they'll be coming back together? Um, I'm not really sure. I feel like it might be an actual breakup because I mean, once they do their solo projects, because they're so famous, I feel like a lot of them, most of them will be very successful, especially, especially, you know, Zane, because he's just released his album. He'll be very successful. Obviously, he's not in the band anymore, but um, <clears throat> I think that it could be a breakup just because they'll be on their own. But it, even if it is, they'll, I think they'll still get together and do performances, you know, in the future for people, like just, you know, reunion. Yeah, sort of like a Backstreet's, yeah. Backstreet Boys back together type thing. Like it wouldn't be like a negative breakup in my eyes. Right, right, yeah. I, yeah, I definitely think the four boys, not negative um, at all. But it is weird to think about, like, but now that also now that we've seen Zayn's album, and, and we're going to discuss it later on the show, but now that we've heard it, it really shows you how far the boys can go when they're given the chance to do all that they want to do, and, like, given the time to really go into, like, their passions rather than having to compromise as a group. Um, and if we get solo work from any of the boys or see them do different projects, I think like, whether or not they get back together, it's going to be good stuff from them. I don't think, like, they're all going to disappear because they are, like you said, so big, so famous, and really talented. And I don't think it's going to be a situation where, like, only one of them sort of moves on and becomes something big. I think all of them are going to have a part in whatever they do. And that doesn't mean they're all going to be solo artists, but, you know, Niall has a golf management company, and Louis might be on X Factor and Liam might be doing collaborations with other artists. I just feel like 
you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing that they're going to be working on their solo projects. And I really liked what Simon said that like, they don't even know what it's like to be not in a group. So they can't even say whether or not they're going to like it better or worse, you know? Yeah. Because from a young age, like Harry was, as you said, 16 when he tried out. So it's like, all they've known is what it's like to be in a group. So I think it'll be good for them to explore their own, like, identity as music artists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, and then, actually speaking of Harry's solo work, Simon said he'll work out what kind of record he wants to make because he's got great taste, which is always a help. All the writers and producers want to work with him, understandably, but he probably won't rush into it. Which is sort of what I've been gathering um, in the past couple of weeks that I really don't think Harry's going to sort of pull a Zane and like have his music out there right away. I feel like he's definitely going to take his time. Um, I don't think it's wrong that Zane like has it a year later after leaving the band because I think the product is very good. But um, I feel like also with Harry possibly dabbling in acting um, that it won't be such a quick turnaround. And also I love that Simon's saying like all the producers and writers want to work with Harry, which is definitely understandable because like he has so much potential to become like such a amazing artist as a solo artist. So um, yeah, I just, I'm excited for that and to see where it goes. But I wanted to ask you, Jess, um, what, what are you, like, are you excited for Harry music? Is he someone that you're really looking forward to hearing in the future? And like, what have you thought of some of the songs Harry's written on and sung on before, just like his vocals in general? Um, I'm personally really excited to hear his music because he's done like a few solo songs before and I really enjoyed them. Um, And I just really like his voice and I think he's very talented. She's actually mentioning Don't Let Me Go, which was not really officially released, but it came out now like four years ago or something um, where he sung... Um, don't let me go. And I'm, I think you can find it online, but that's the one she's referring to. And I really like that one. So I'm I'm excited. And do you think he'll do well as a solo artist? Do you think the public will like him? I think the public will like him. Um, definitely, especially like, you know, you've seen all fans, you know, supporting Zane and I think all the fans will support Harry. Yeah. And even more so because like Harry didn't leave the band. Yeah. (laughs) So... So I think he'll have lots of support and be successful. And I'm very excited to hear his album if he does release one. And do you have a particular music style that you want to hear from him? Um, I don't really know. I don't really know what kind of music style he has personally separate from the band. Because, yeah. you know, the band has a very specific taste that they're giving to their fans. Right. Yeah, that's such a good point, actually, because, you know, we've heard a lot of songs from Harry on the past album, but they kind of are like not one. They're more like one, one direction, sort of like that eclectic poppy kind of vibe. But you know, there's, we don't really know what Harry would do as an artist. And we've seen with Zayn going solo, it's completely different. So, I mean, that could be the case. I feel like Harry is probably more similar to what one Direction's doing just in terms of songs like Olivia or if I could fly, um, because he did write those, um, with a group of other writers, but it'll definitely be interesting to see like if songwriting becomes even stronger or whatever happens um, when those, when, if he does ever put out solo music. Mm 
Yeah. So now let's move on to some Zayn news. He was on Jimmy Fallon last night on March 24th. Um, and he performed Like I Would. It came at the end of the show. Um, so I was like sat there while I listened to the album. I had the TV on mute waiting for Zayn to come on so I could hear him live. Um, but I thought he sounded really, really good. I liked Like I Would so much more um, hearing it live like this. I thought Zayn also looked really good. He was in like black skinny jeans with a black shirt with a black jacket. And I just thought it looked really sleek. And he's also shaved his head again, which I really like that look. I think it makes his eyes and his like cheekbones stand out. Um, I know Jesse said that she didn't like the bald head look. How did you think about I it? I mean, I get it, it, he looked good with it. I don't know. I just liked his haircut before. Um, but I mean, it looks good. And yeah. I thought he looked good performing. He was very professional and he just looked like he was really enjoying himself up there yeah I, I definitely feel that I think like when he performs his own songs he looks so much more comfortable like doing his own thing compared to I know when he performed with One Direction um he was sort of like the most lackluster performer out of the five boys um and I guess this music isn't very like jump around like perform type but I think he definitely seems much more comfortable and I also really liked, like, the girls singing in the background. I liked that. I thought it was, I thought it went well. And I don't know. Did you like the song? Do you think his voice sounded good? Yeah, I think his voice sounded good. I did like the song. Um, it kind of reminded me of, like, a song of Sam Smith's where it's called Like I Can. Yeah. Um, it was similar. But obviously his song was much different. Yeah. I really liked it. Yeah. I, I mean, his voice is just so good. It's so yeah. smooth. And, like, the way he, like, does all his runs and high notes, just watching that one, I thought that performance was one of his best lives so far. Um, and then also, Zane's been doing different interviews, and in one of them, it came up where Zane was talking about his relationship with the other members of One Direction. Um, and he said, I'm still probably the closest to Liam. We talk on the phone. He congratulated me on my single, which was nice. I congratulated him on his Brit Awards. It was a good chat. We hadn't met in a long time, so we want to meet up. Um, and I don't know how comfortable I feel like going forward into like the relationship with each of the boys and discussing it and picking it apart because I think it's a little bit um, weird too. But he did he did say this publicly, so um, I just thought I would bring it up. But um, I'm glad that Liam and Zayn are at least in contact and. I think I think we kind of talked about Z Liam being the one we would figure um, sort of got along with Zane the best after he left. Um, so I, I'll be interested if they ever post anything together or if Liam will say something about his album. Um, I don't really know if there's much to say about that. Um, but yeah, we'll keep updated on that, I guess. Um, then another interesting thing was that Zayn did Mind of Mine listening parties where he threw these album listening parties in New York City for fans and surprised them by showing up and he took pictures with them and talked to them and I think like went into rooms with a couple of them at a time and talked about the album. Um, it was sort of like a way to listen to the album early, which reminded me of Taylor Swift's 1989 listening parties. Um, but I thought that was really cool. Do you think that's, like, something that artists should do? Or do you like that he did that? What do you think about it? Yeah, I think that's really cool that he did that. Um, it seems like he's really, like, 
don't know, reaching out and I think that's really important. Um, to like, make that connection yeah, with yeah, fans. To make connections with fans and let them know that he cares for them and that he likes their opinions and like he values their opinions. Um, I think that artists should do that for sure. I think that's very cool of him. Yeah, and I think by like inviting fans, I think some of them were like award winner contest winners and just like big fans that he's seen maybe on social media. It just like I don't know, I feel like especially for Zayn, that's a really good way because he is more introverted, as he's said. Um, and like getting that sort of intimate setting where you can really talk to an artist about their work um, is quite cool. So I'll be interested to see if he like does more of those or if it was just kind of like a one-time thing for the album release. Because um, we don't really, while he's going to be touring, we don't know if that means like stadiums or smaller venues or if there's going to be... Um, like meet and greets. So it'll just be interesting to see what he plans to do in terms of that. Um, and then the last thing we wanted to talk about before we get into the main discussion in which I will bring Kara back on um, is the before music video was released um, also yesterday. It was released, or well, the 24th, um, where this one, it was very much sort of a going back to Zane's roots of where he grew up and sort of reflecting what maybe a typical day would have been when he was like a teenager growing up in Bradford. There were scenes of a boxing club and like people waiting tables and car racing, bonfire parties and a chip shop. And it was kind of like a whole bunch of 20 something year olds hanging out and doing more normal 20 something year old stuff. Um, and it felt more natural to me, organic. I loved how much there was a mix of people. It seemed like very, like just regular people, sort of, um, which I liked. Lots of skin colors, which was great. Um, lots of like, it just looked like lots of walks of life. And it wasn't like everyone was dolled up. When you look at the um, It's You music video, I'm not sure if you saw that one. Um, it's just very much like looking at like Hollywood and fame and all the people are like these perfect like society standard of beauty um and I really liked how this music video kind of just had people who looked like normal people I guess yeah um what did you think about it yeah I really liked I though like one of the first things I noticed when I watched it is the diversity of all the people and how they were all coming from different different as you said walks of life um I thought it was interesting to see the 20 something year olds like they're with their friends and then they're separately like working at their jobs and they still have those lives where they have to like work hard at these their I don't know like waiting tables and then getting together with friends and I thought that was really good and I really liked it yeah and I think even Zane's friends were in the music video too which just made it more real and it made it more like this is what Zane's experience was um, and this was the kind of music video I was kind of waiting for from him, just because I feel like this is way more him. And he's not so much about, like, the fame and the glamour side of it. And I felt like um, even just Pillow Talk and It's You, both of them didn't have the same feel as this one did for me. Um, and I guess, like, I don't know if this one would have done as well if it was the first music video put out there or if he did other his other music videos like this. But I'm glad he has this one because... I do really like it. And I think it's important to put out something like this where people don't necessarily feel estranged from the people in the music video, but rather they can connect to them and relate, which I think is nice. 
Yeah, I think I saw the other music videos because I know I saw two other ones. Um, and I and I felt like it was like, you know, the societal's perfect person mm-hmm. in each of them. And I know I couldn't connect to those people as much. But when I saw this one, it felt like just like regular people you see off the street that aren't society's definition of what maybe perfect is. <clears throat> but they're all beautiful in their own way. And I could connect to them more than the other Preach, people. Jess. Preach. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that was sort of our last news story. But I also just wanted to ask Jessica about a couple of the songs. You've listened to a couple of the songs off Mind of Mine, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you have, I mean, she hasn't listened to the album yet because it's the morning time. And I woke up super early and went to bed super late to listen to the album. Um, but do you have any, like, things you're expecting from Zane or, like, hopes or what do you think of the songs you've heard so far um well I really liked pillow talk I thought that was a good one um just like I like the sound of his music it's definitely different than the band's sound which is I also like that sound that kind of music too but I think this definitely suits Zane and I enjoy this kind of music I really liked pillow talk and the one he performed on Jimmy Fallon um what was that one like I would. Right, like I would. Um, and the one in the music video. I think that when I do listen to the album, I'll enjoy it a lot and find that it fits Zane and who he is. Yeah. Um, okay, so now we're going to move on to the main discussion. And uh, Jessica is going to come back in at the end. Uh, but yeah, here we go. Okay, so let's move on to our main discussion for this episode. Um, March 25th, which is today, it's been one year since Zane left. So that's crazy. And like it's super, yeah, it's super early in the morning. So we haven't really um, been able to see all the reactions on Twitter and even just for mind of mind. So this is very much sort of like a pure, like, sort of reaction thing because it hasn't been infiltrated with other people's opinions which is kind of (laughs) cool yeah um but how are you feeling sort of this one year after uh Zane left in terms of that Kara it's so weird to think about like I I feel like it doesn't even seem like the same lifetime like I'm trying to like I'm remembering like what I felt like on that day and it's just so weird it seems like I was like 12 years younger or something I don't (laughs) even know I feel like I aged so much you know um Uh, I don't know. I feel like the, um, you know, like the pictures that they put of like the presidents after like their terms and they like got so much more gray hair um, mm-hmm. and they like got so many more wrinkles. Like that's me um, yeah. during this year of the phantom. <laughs> yeah, it honestly. And like I even saw one Tumblr post that was like, it's just been one hell of a year or something. And I was like, you know True. what? It freaking has been. Like True. it's been a roller coaster, everything that's happened. Um, but yeah, so the day, uh, one year later, Zane has released his debut album, Mind of Mine, which has 18 songs on it, and then the Target edition has two extra songs. Um, and let's just go through some of, like, the reactions we've seen. Zane, um, he's been, like, favoriting tweets and tweeting about it somewhat, not, like, overly tweeting about the album, but he does seem quite excited that it's out, and I'm sure he's, like, checking the Twitter, or decided to be like, I don't want to look at anything, you know? Yeah. Um, But yeah, have you, what did you think of Zane last night as like things were coming out? Um, I didn't really see anything. Um, I think our time difference kind of messes that up a little bit. Um, I saw him, yeah, yeah, I saw him tweeting a little bit, but like I went to bed kind of 
way before that happened, I think. So I didn't really see anything. Yeah, it wasn't too major, but he was, like, getting some, like, fan reactions and retweeting and responding mm. a little bit. Um, but That's I thought cool. that was nice. Uh, and then in terms of what you've seen from fans, I mean, it's gone to number one on iTunes. Oh, has it? Mine, yeah, it has. And it had gone before it was released for me. Um, I don't know how long it's going to stay there. If it, is it still there? I, I, I would think it was. Um, yeah, and now it's, like, being advertised all over um, iTunes as well. Um, but it's also Mind of Mine has been trending on Twitter. Um, people were saying, like, his album's number one in, like, 72 countries or something, which is wow. crazy. Uh, so it seems like it's really positive so far from fans and public. Um, and, like, what I've seen on Twitter, I, again, I haven't, like, really looked into, like, fan reactions and gone through it. Plus, like, it's so new. Everyone's sort of, like, in that, like, stage of like they're trying to figure out the album mm-hmm. um but I've seen a lot of positive things uh have you really seen anything um I've only seen positive things so far um it yeah. could be like who I follow and stuff but I haven't really seen any negative things that like yeah. stood out to me yeah and even just from our listeners there's been quite a bit of positive things um mm-hmm. as well um and then I was wondering do you think the boys are going to tweet about it at all I'm guessing no. My money's on no. Except maybe Liam. If anyone's yeah. going to do it, it's going to be Liam. But anyone else, I'm guessing no. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, which is sad. But also, yeah. he didn't tweet about their album. so That's very true. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to answer some questions and then just go through the songs and give our initial reactions. Um, but I wanted to ask first before we do that, how did you end up listening to the album? Like, what was your sort of attack method for it? Um, so I listened to a few songs last night, but then I was, like, literally dead inside, so then I went to sleep. I, I listened to, like, She last night, which I really liked, but I'm gonna get into that later. And then, like, I woke up this morning, um, and kind of in a daze, I listened to it on Spotify, and just, like, listened to it all the way through, and I had to, like, um, go and, like, buy some food, um, so I was, like, listening to it on the way there, but it felt, like, kind of wrong, um, to be listening, I don't know, because, like, you're kind of, like, Are you not... purposely trying to use, like, all the, the titles of the What? The was I doing that? <laughs> well, you said days, which is, like, Luca days, and then you were, like, I don't know if it's wrong. Oh, my God! <laughs> I was, like, yeah. No, but I wish I took credit for that. Um... <laughs> Uh, well, now I'm going to be really conscious of doing that. She is acting a bit drunk right now. Oh my god. <laughs> That's the truth. It's oh. you, Kara. It's all you. Oh, well, oh, well. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, because I, I was in the store, and I was listening to, like, um, one of the more emotional songs, and, like, tearing up, and I was like, Kara, no, you can't do this. It's literally 9 a.m. It's too early for feelings. Like, um... So, like, I was, like, so, I don't know, I like to listen to it when I'm in, like, my own room by myself, so, like, kind of listen, but I had to listen to it when I was, like, yeah. out and about, so, like, I don't know, I'm I'm not the biggest fan of doing that, like, on first listen, because you can't really, like, you know, you're not, like, in it. Um, yeah, definitely we were not listening in ideal listening circumstances Yeah, for sure. Cramming 20 songs, or we're not doing the bonus songs, uh, the Target Edition songs this episode, but cramming, like, 18 songs into, like, one listening and trying to... Even separate them in your head and get a yeah, good feel for them. Like, I know. I've listened to every song maybe like twice, three times. Like it's not a lot, and I don't even know if Kara has done that much because you've been like super busy. I'm on break, so I have 
more time, but... Yeah, I was, like, packing and, like, trying to write notes, and I feel like I'm so unprepared for this episode, um, so we'll, we'll see how it goes, because, like, <laughs> I was trying okay. to pack and, like, write some notes, but, like, I haven't written notes for all the songs, so, like, uh, um, so I know. it's very fresh. Like, I, I, even just this morning, I woke up and was trying to do, like, 30-second clips of each of the songs to, like, try to get them back in my head. Yeah. Um, but there are, I think there are some that stand out to us, so that'll mm-hmm. be interesting to see how that works. Um, yeah, I just listened sort of, I went through each song in order and listened like once just sort of listening and then twice reading the lyrics as I listened. Um, Oh, smart, smart. And then like, I've sort of done a couple of the songs another time or like listened like to part of it and sort of skipped to the chorus. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, this is like really first reactions guys. So, um. I was trying to find, like, lyrics and stuff, um, Mm -hmm. but, like, I was, like, on the classic azlyrics.com, and, like, I could tell that a lot of the lyrics were, like, fan trying to, like, like, interpret, like, what Zayn was saying, and I was like, this is absolutely not the right lyric. It was hilarious. There were so many ones that I was like, that is completely wrong, or that doesn't even make sense, which, eventually they'll edit them and it'll change, but it it is funny to read lyrics, like, right as soon as the songs have come Mm -hmm. out, because they're usually not correct. Yeah. um, Which is something that I found for so many of them. Yeah. Um, So what is your overall impression of the album? Just sort of like a sum up of what you thought. Okay, I really like it. Like, I'm so proud of Zayn. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I'm just, I, I don't know, I'm just really excited about it. I think that it's going to do really well. Um, and, like, it was just, like, a nice, you know, smooth listening experience, if you will. Like, my ears were very happy um, throughout the entire entirety of the album. And um, I'm just excited to, like, listen to it, um, like, on the plane and when I'm traveling, because I feel like it's a very, like, soothing um, but also, like, kind of, like, I don't know, it's, like, fun and, like, mm-hmm. exciting, but then there's also, like, soothing, smooth tones that's, like, ideal traveling music, I'd say. Um, and just, oh, definitely. Yeah, and also, like, um, I don't know, I just, I really like it. Um, I'm excited to have his voice on, like, so many songs. It's so weird to me to think mm-hmm. that, like, um, we used to only get his songs, or his voice on, like, part of the yeah. songs, and, like, now we have an entire, like, 20 songs, well, 18 right now, but, um. Yeah, just I, I really like it. What about you? I really like it too. I found it very soul like healing a bit. Yeah. Like ooh. we have had like our ups and downs with Zane. And this one definitely has made me like I don't know, not forget everything that has happened, but definitely it's been like, okay, I really like this. Like he's done a really good job. I'm gonna support yeah. him through this, I guess. And like mm-hmm. at some point you just have to put the past behind you unless it comes up again but (laughs) like I don't know it definitely was I did really like the album um I think it'll be really nice to like listen to where I can really like pick through it and like pay attention and and listen like in multiple ways like we said with the One Direction album like listening in a car listening whatever like I was literally sat at a desk, like taking notes, like doing it very, like trying to listen from like an analyze point of view, um, rather than like an enjoyment point of view, mm. which I think can definitely change. Like I didn't get a dance along to the songs as I heard them, which is like, that's a big thing for me. And I know when I listened yeah. to Made in the AM, like I was definitely dancing along and like, you know, doing it more enjoyment because it was more spread out and not as stressful, but um, so yeah, I think it'll be really good. Um, okay, and then songwriting, sort of what were your impressions of his songwriting? And we don't know which songs 
all of them yet that he wrote versus other people, but I think he's written probably on all of the songs. Wikipedia doesn't say it yet, and I'm sure it's going to say it eventually, probably before this episode goes up, but um, what did you think of the songwriting on the album in general? Um, so the thing is, like, not being able to completely comprehend the lyrics because of his sort of, like, uh, lax pronunciation on a lot of it. Like, I, I didn't, like, fully get it, slash, like, only listening to it, like, once or twice for most of the songs. Um, but, like, some of the lyrics, like, really stuck out to me, and, like, I'm sure we'll get into it when we go track by track, but, like, um, some of the lyrics were, like, wow, Zayn, like, if you wrote that, like, I'm really impressed. Um, Mm -hmm. and I definitely do think that a lot of it was very, um, personal, which I'm excited to see, because I know he was, like, kind of hyping it up and, like, kind of just being, like, oh, yeah, this is very personal, and, like, I'm so excited that, like, now I get to, like, actually be personal, and we were, like, uh, are you actually going to be, or is it just gonna be, like, you know, really, um, uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, just, like, really, like, generic, um, Mm -hmm. I don't know, I, I think it was, I think he did a great job, I, I am intrigued to see, like, who, what the writing credits look like, but I'm, I'm sure that he's gonna write on probably, yeah, if not all of them, most of them, because, Mm -hmm. like, the way he talked about it seemed like it was very personal to him, um, and I can't imagine him, like, not wanting to be, um, a huge, part of the writing process on his first album like it doesn't really that wouldn't make yeah. sense to me especially because it's like mind of mine and he's all it's it's so much yeah. like I want to do this this is me yeah. I can't see him really and even just Zane in general taking someone else's song and singing it which is totally fine to do but I just don't think that's what he would do yeah. plus like um like the whole album just sounds so much like it's coming from Zane mm-hmm. and like you did say it was so personal and that's what I hear from the songs um, it really sounds like it's coming from his own experiences, and I really like that. I thought the songwriting was very good, and there's a lot of specific things. Yeah. Um, so I'm happy with that, and it's going to make like song discussions even more interesting mm, as we go excited. forward. Um, and then sort of musically and cohesion, um, I definitely felt the album had such a cohesive mm-hmm. sound. It was very different listening to it than listening to a One Direction song, mm-hmm. which in a, in a way made it difficult to listen sort of in a, um, like analyzing it because songs did sound more like each other, which isn't a bad thing. But like, if you listen to a One Direction album, they're like, the songs are very distinct, I find. Yeah. Um, I also am more um, like attuned to One Direction music and like, I guess I like know how to sort of process that better because we've listened to One Direction and we sort of know what's coming from them. Not always, yeah. but, you know. But, like, this, it's harder for me to differentiate and I, I'm more new to it, so it's not as nuanced, I guess. I don't know. What did yeah. you think about that? I definitely agree. And also, like, listening to it once is going to... It's hard to um, uh, distinguish the songs as much, mm-hmm. but um, I don't know. I think that, like, some of them, like, are running together in my mind, but I think that, like, when I, like, really get into it and listen to it more, like, I'm gonna definitely see, like, the differences. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it just, like, makes for a really, like, what I was saying, like, a really smooth listening experience. Like, Mm -hmm. it just, like, they all go together so well. Um, And then there's, like, some pops of, like, more pop um, influences, like, that make it more upbeat and more exciting, but um, it definitely always always goes back to the more, like, R&B um, like, smooth rhythm, rhythmic tones, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that it has, like, a cool, like, up and down. But, like, um, yeah, there's definitely like, a cool, like, middle ground. If that makes sense. I don't really know what I'm saying. But I feel like I, I have a good, like, image in my head. But I wish I could just, like, project it into everyone's mind. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. <laughs> I kind of got what you were saying there. Okay. Um, but let's go through each of the songs now and sort of give our reactions to them. Um, the album starts off with Mind of Mine intro, um, and it's sort of like this little introductory clip that I see it happening in a lot of albums these days, where it's kind of introducing the album. Um, and this song, when I first heard it, this is the one that I started with, and it was immediately, I was like, okay, this sounds like the songs we've heard before, this seems like it would be a good introductory sound. Um, it was hard to hear what he was saying, but then, like, the second time when I got the lyrics up, um, I got it, and I heard, like, the main part, open up and see what's inside of my mind. Yeah. Which, I really liked that, it was kind of like, open up this album and you'll see what, like, is in my head type of thing. It was like, this is the opening of I don't know. I liked it. What did you think of it? Yeah, I, I think that, like, because um, I only listened to it once and didn't pull up the lyrics, but um, I definitely heard the last bit, and I was like, oh, hey, Zane, like, that makes sense. Like, I, even though I'm still not the biggest fan of the title, because um, it's a little, like, in your face, but um, I definitely, like, see what he's going for, and, like, he definitely, like, he he got what he wanted, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? He Yeah, so. Yeah, and I know there was, like, high notes in it. I mean, there was high notes in all the songs, really, but, like, just seeing it in the beginning, it just, you know, brought back feels from One Direction days, so Mm. I thought it was a good way to open the album. Mm. Um, Yeah, I don't know if there's much else to say about it. Do you have anything else? Um, Not really. Okay, so the second song was Pillow Talk, which we've heard and discussed thoroughly. Um, I don't really have much new to say, but I did like the transition into Pillow Talk from the intro. Yeah, and I think it's like a good um, first song yeah because it's like it's like really catchy I think it's like pretty universally liked Mm -hmm. um so it's definitely like a cool way to start the album Mm because it like starts off on like a really high note yeah and then it goes into it's you which we've also heard and talked about um and it's weird like now going through the songs that you know once you've heard the full album Mm -hmm. and like it's so hard to, like, say whether you would have liked certain songs I know. more or less, which is kind of frustrating in a way, because it's like, when I name my favorite songs, I might not include the ones that we've heard, but that's yeah. because, like, I have all these new ones that we talked, we're, like, going to talk about, so um, I did like it to you, and I think listening to it, and, and listening to all the songs that we've heard as a part of an album, because I did go and listen to, like, them in order, um, I think I like them even more because it's part of an album. Um, Yeah, Um, it just, like, fits in. Yeah, I gotta be honest, I didn't go back and listen to it in order, um, just because I was kind of uh, pressed for time, but I'm definitely really excited to, like, listen to it now that you Mm -hmm. said that, because I think, like, obviously, like, an artist puts um, the songs in an order for a particular reason, so um, I feel like I kind of was, like, defiling it by just, like, skipping around, (laughs) so I'm sorry, Zane, but I'll definitely go back and listen to it the way it was supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, we definitely, like, listened, like, as scientists rather than as, like, enjoyers (laughs) of music. (laughs) Scientists, yes. (laughs) Pretty much. Zane scholars. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I like it's you. It's chill. Um, it, it feels like a song you could fall asleep to really nicely. Um, yeah, but... I feel like this entire thing just like seems like the kind of thing you want to listen to, like in bed with like um, a uh, lava lamp on and like some Christmas lights and just like yeah. just like closing your eyes and just like at night and it's like yep. you know eleven thirty or maybe one o'clock in the morning and you're just like really at peace with yourself and you're just like really in the zone. 
Yeah, um, I'm gonna have to do that. Yeah. I like even for the whole there were certain songs that I heard, but for the whole one I was like, I could picture myself staying up and writing a freaking essay to this song. Yeah. Like, ooh. I don't know. <laughs> it's like late night feels. Um, yeah. But I also for this one I was interested to hear what it'll be like um at a concert in particular, just mm. because like I think with the whole audience, um, and this song because it's so sort of soft, it could be really cool. Yeah, this definitely would be the one that like people like pull out their like iPhones and do the light yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um and then we go into before, which you, we've also heard and talked about. Um and I just again like I, I mean, I took notes as I went, so, like, these are just sort of thoughts as I listen to the album as well, but the songs flow so well together. Like, mm-hmm. that's just something that stood out so nicely for me, and just listening to the album, just, I don't know, I really like it. And Before, in particular, just feels so zane to me. Like, yeah, I don't know, it just really seems like it's coming from him, both, like, the message and the sound. Um, but I think it also is really applicable to everyone else's situations. So, um, I do really like it. Do you have any more thoughts on before? Um, I forgot that this song like existed like on our last episode. I remember we were talking about like all the songs we were heard, like we heard so far and I forgot that it existed and I don't know why, cause I love this song so much. Um, mm-hmm. and I think it's still like, is a really strong, like, song on this album even after I heard all of them it still stands out to me um and I just like I don't know I really like it so um yeah yeah um and then she she was one of the first ones you listened to I think yeah um I thought this was really catchy I -hmm. thought the chorus which I noticed on a lot of the choruses um are very repetitive which we're not so used to with like more recent one direction songs i think most of the lines and choruses isn't like the same line repeated again and again mm-hmm. um and for zane a lot of time it's either like one word or one little phrase that's like repeated and it's more about like what he does with his voice which i think is cool mm. um and i noticed that on this song and i really did like it um from the like the get-go but I also Kara texted me saying she really liked it before I'd listened to it so like I was sort of primed to like it I guess <laughs> yeah um where I was like okay Kara likes this one so like hopefully I'll like it too um and to me it just was like a really intimate song I feel like I'm gonna do like some like sexy dancing like in my dorm room to this song um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know like you know you just like get into it and you're like yes like this is good mm-hmm. um I mean, some people do that at a club. I do it, like, alone in my dorm room. No big deal. <laughs> um, but, yeah. And there was, a, um, like, some... I really heard the, like, techno sound stuff coming in on this song. Um, sort of, like, the production part of it. And robotic-y. And I know, like, we've talked about that in terms of songs like Perfect for One Direction, um, where we don't like it as much. But I thought it really worked with this song in particular. Mm-hmm. But also, like, the whole album had a lot of um, more, like, techno vibes, um, which I wasn't necessarily expecting. But I thought it sounded really good with this song and the album as a whole. And I think this one could really potentially be a single just because it is, yeah, like, has yeah. that sex appeal. It's very, also has the lovey-dovey side, sort of, and it's catchy and it's radio-ready, I said. Like, I don't know. Yeah, what did you think of it? Okay, I think this might be my favorite song, um, of the new ones at least. Um, I definitely agree with you that it's hard to, like, gauge, um, with the ones you've already heard, because it's, like, you're already, like, 
already attached to them, and it's hard to uh, separate your, like, mm-hmm. attachedness to that. Um, but, yeah, I really like it, and I love that, like, I don't know, I just, I like the lyrics. They're, like, a little bit, um, they're repetitive, but, like, there's still some lyrics that, like, stand out to me. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, I really like the, like, first lyric. She puts her spirit in a nightcap, like, I love that, because, like, spirit has, like, two, you know, definitions. Like, it could be, like, a, like, another word for, like, liquor, I'm pretty sure, or, like, spirit, you know, like, her, like, her oh. essence, yeah, her soul. Um, so I think mm-hmm. that's cool, and I love the word nightcap. Um, <laughs> and I don't know, I, I really like this song. It's so catchy, and it's, like, one of those definitely, like, ones that you want to just dance to. Um, and what, what song does it come after? um before. before yeah so it's like it's a really cool like mix of like before like pretty up like not a beat I mean I don't know it's like mid beat <laughs> you yeah <laughs> if you will um I've been saying that so much because I've been trying to I've been saying like weird stuff and just trying to like um you know anyway um, <laughs> man this episode though um so yeah I, I really like the combination of those two together and I I just I don't have anything really intelligent to say but I really like this song um mm-hmm. I think it's really fun um and yeah I think that you're right I think that it does it's pretty repetitive but it's still like really exciting and like fun and catchy um mm-hmm. and like his voice is really cool in this and I think he has a high note in this I could be wrong um, probably. I mean, knowing Zane, he does. Oh, I think you're probably wrong. <laughs> like, oh, no. <laughs> you're probably right. Um, yeah. So, it's a cool song. I, I think it's my favorite. Um, so, yeah. Cool. And did you notice, like, sort of the end 20 seconds, the song, like, fades out and oh, sort yeah, of, like, yeah. restarts again? I was like, wait, is this, did I replay it? Like, what what's happening? Yeah. Um, it, like, this sort of, like, musical ending. Yeah, it, like, uh, gave me a lot of, like, Justin Timberlake vibes with him. I know that you don't really love him, but, like, he a lot of times has, like, these, like, mu- musical, like, uh, like, interlude sort of thing, but, like, this was, like, at the end. Um, but it's, I thought it was really cool. I really liked it. Um, and I think that's, like, a kind of an R&B type of thing to do, is just, like, kind of have, like, a cool, like, ending, musical ending thing. Um, so I really liked that. I thought it was cool. Yeah, I thought it was cool, too. Um, and I also, I'm wondering, because we did get um, questions on Twitter from Sarah uh, asking, like, how we thought of the album sort of from a feminist perspective. And, like, I don't feel ready to answer that question yeah. yet. Um, but I know when I was re-listening to She this morning, I was, like, trying to be like, okay, does this bother me, like, from a feminist perspective, like, saying, like, she needs someone to, like, love her body or something like that. Um, and I don't think I've decided. I don't think I'm, like, ready. But... It is something to think about, I guess, in, in all of these songs, too. Like, does certain do certain lines bother me? Because Sarah was saying she cringed at certain lines. Um, so I don't know if you felt um, like that in any of the songs and if we'll come across that, but um, it is definitely something to keep in our heads and probably discuss later when we've yeah. heard more. I think that, like, um, just this quickly for this song, I think that, like, it's saying that she wants somebody to love instead of she needs somebody to love, which I think is a pretty important distinction because I think that's, like, um, giving her more, like, agency um, mm-hmm. other than, like, needs because that's, like, sort of, uh, I don't know, that's sort of just, like, defining her by that. But, like, wanting is, I think, fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. yeah, I'm sure we'll get into it later on. Yeah, the good thing is I didn't, there wasn't much where I was like, wow, this is horrible. Like, yeah. this I don't like this. Like, when we listen to songs like Steal My Girl and we're like, this is clear, or like Little Black Dress is mm-hmm. clear, there wasn't a lot of that for me. There was actually I'm a lot sure of the I'll opposite, like, 
Yeah, once we, like, yeah. get into, like, the real intricacies. But there was a lot of things I was like, oh, my God, like, I love this thing. Like, this is pretty, like, yeah. empowering. And, um, yeah. And especially because he does talk about sex so much in the album, um, that can be something where someone can really screw it up feminism-wise for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, I really like that. I think he does yeah. it well. So I was very pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's get into the next song, Drunk. Um, and this... I noticed the transition from she to drunk was, like, there was no, like, closing or fading out. It was just, like, immediate sort of switch over. I yeah. don't know if that's just because I listened to it weird, or but it, like, didn't seem to have, like, a transition, which was fine. Um, you noticed that, too? Yeah, I definitely did. I thought I kind of got a weird version or something, but I was, like, on Spotify, so I was like, no, this is legal. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I thought it was, like... Um, kind of interesting. It was kind of like very stark and it was obviously obvious. I mean, obviously meant to be like that. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Um, so I thought this song, I liked it. Um, like some of the lyrics just are reminding me of like One Direction songs, like Summer Love and like Rock Me or Summer 09, whatever, you know, um, just because they talk about summer in the song. Um, but I liked the lyrics. I liked that it wasn't like, I feel like a lot of, this one, I feel like he was admi- admitting like he had done things that were wrong as well, um, which I liked because I feel like a lot of times people shove blame on other people and don't mm-hmm. sort of step back and look at what they've done. Um, but I thought it also sort of contrasted with before where the line is, I don't drink to get drunk. Yeah. And this song yeah. is all about getting drunk. Um but, so I was sort of wondering about that, and I think it'll be interesting, like, song discussion-wise, or, like, comparing songs. Um, I did, like, the high notes in this song, the harmonies, um, and, like, it was definitely, I noticed here in particular that, like, he was doing all the parts, and it wasn't, like, different boys doing the parts. It's, like, he's harmonizing with himself. Yeah. Um, and also I thought for this one it sounded almost like he was, like, in a church and there was an organ playing or something. Now, like, I can't pick out instruments, like, for the life of me. (laughs) Um, But that's what it sounded like. Um, Yeah. Oh, this was the song I said, I can see myself writing essays to this song. Has a good beat. (laughs) I think one of the lines is, like, something about going crazy. Um, That was essay writing to me. So (laughs) what did you think of this one? Um, I liked it. I didn't really, like, stand out to me, but, like, also, again, I've only listened to it, like, one or twice, mm-hmm. one or twice, <laughs> once or twice, um, but I thought it was interesting, um, I, the word, the word choice of amnesia, um, mm-hmm. like, um, in reference to being drunk and, like, memory loss with that, I think that's a very, like, um, lyrical and poetic uh, <laughs> way to talk about that. Um, I, I thought that was very interesting. Um, and I think that, like, I definitely do want to do a song discussion on this because I think, um, cause like on first listen, obviously it just sounds like it's just about getting drunk and just drinking, but I'm sure yeah. that it has like deeper meanings to mm-hmm. that, especially with the, the line in before, um, just like, you know, um, the sort of impl- implications that come with like wanting to just like forget everything and then, um, contrasted with, um, just like not wanting to be um out of control so Mm -hmm. i think that's that's gonna be interesting to see and also like the 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 um the order that it comes in because before came before drunk Mm -hmm. so that's kind of interesting too because you i I don't know i feel like it would make sense if they came opposite but like also musically maybe Mm -hmm. it makes more sense yeah um 
Yeah, this song didn't stand out to me either. That like it wasn't one of the ones where I was like, this is one of my like top ten <laughs> or mm-hmm. top seven. When I picked favorites, I didn't do a very good job at picking one. Um, and also, when I listened to this song, it was like I was also trying to listen to the Jimmy Fallon where Zayn was on Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon, and like while this was happening, I was watching them do like the pup quiz which was a segment before Zane came on and like there was all these puppies and they oh. were putting them on oh Jimmy God. and he had like oh. six puppies on his lap and I was literally like listening to this song and I was like oh my god I can't handle this like it's all too much for me oh my um, god I saw like on Jimmy Fallon's um Instagram there was like little like golden retriever puppies which are the essence of puppy to me so cute i didn't realize zane was on jimmy fallon how did i not know this i'm such a fake i didn't know until like last night and i was like oh shoot i gotta turn on jimmy fallon wow wait what songs did he perform um well we will have talked about it in the news yeah well not me um um, he performed it's you was it no i like i would like i would oh interesting okay i'm gonna have to go watch Uh, that yeah. If I have time. <laughs> yeah, definitely watch that. Let's move on to the intermission okay. now, which is Intermission yes. Flower. Um, and this song was in Urdu. Is that how you say it? I think so. Wait, how'd you say it? Urdu? Yeah, I think I think that's it. Um, which is Zane's father's native language. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought this was just so cool that he did Yes. That. I loved it. Um I don't know. Again, it sounds like he's sort of in a large room. I don't know if that's meant to be like a place of worship, but it does sound like sort of echoey. I really like that. Um, people are saying it was a sitar playing with him. Um, mm. It seemed very like acoustic-y. Um, again, I don't know instruments that well, um, but I really like that he put this in and like mind of mine. And I think like everything that he's done, like his um, like, Pakistani culture is important mm-hmm. to him. Um, so I like that he was just put it in, you know. What did yeah. you think of this? I think this is one of my favorite songs on the album, too. This is the song that I was listening to in the store, and I was like, no, this feels so wrong. I feel like I'm, like, absolutely not listening to this song in the way that it's meant to be listened to, because it's so mm-hmm. beautiful, and, like, I, I don't understand, um, or, like, I don't speak Urdu, so I, I don't really understand, like, um, what he was saying, and I can't wait to, like, read the translation, but even, like, just listening to it in the, the language it was meant to be listened to was so beautiful, and you could just, like, feel the emotion, and it just, Mm -hmm. like, it obviously meant so much to him to do this, and, like, I am just, oh, man, like, I loved it so much, and just, wow, like, I, I love it so much, and I'm sure, like, it meant so much to him, like, so much to his family, um, and, like, I don't know, I just feel like this is, this was an awesome thing to do, um, and it was just so beautiful, um, mm-hmm. and I can't wait to hear the translation or like listen to or read the translation. Um, I have I, the translation if you, you want me to do. read it too. I do. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I, I see, I've seen a couple of different ones. Okay. Um, and I know, like you said, it's really nice to listen to it in the song, in the language that it comes mm-hmm. from and what it's meant to be listened to. Um, but it, one of the transitions that I found was until the flower of this love has blossomed, this heart won't be at peace. Um, which is just really beautiful, and that's wow. what that's what's being said. Sort of like it's it reminds me of like until this like flower of his his like passion and his wanting to put out this music has like blossomed, he's not going to be at peace with his heart. Like mm. I don't know, that's just so beautiful, and I don't know if that comes from something or if he himself wrote it or mm-hmm. whatever it is. But 
uh, it just it's just so beautiful all together. Yeah, and also he has like the flower tattoo like on his hand, I think. Oh yeah. Um, so that's really cool. Yeah. So and I I just this is a really nice pause, you know. I think yeah, it's just a nice pause for like the album. Um, yeah, and then we move on to rear view. Um, I didn't take a lot of notes for this one, apparently. Uh, I think, I think lyrically I said that this would be a good one for a song discussion. Um, cause I think there's more to figure out and like to try to understand because it does seem sort of like a, a romantic thing, but also a friendship thing. Cause it's like, you want mm. a friend. Um, and I think there can be a lot of interpretations with this one. And yeah. I think, I don't know, that just makes it so much more interesting to me when we can really like spiral off into like what we think it means. Um, I don't think it was the most exciting musically. It was a little bit monotone-ish for me. Um, but then I listened again this morning and I kind of liked it. So I think I need to listen more because I know some people were saying this was one of their favorites on Twitter from what I saw. Maybe it was like one person. Um, mm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It wasn't like one of the ones that like gripped me right away. What did you think of it? Um, I think that... Yeah, I can't really remember, like, musically what it sounds like right now, um, but I remember liking it, and I remember this is one of the ones where, like, the some of the lyrics, like, stuck out to me, and, like, now that I'm re I have the lyrics in front of me, um, granted, I have no idea if they're, like, the right ones or not, but, like, I'm <laughs> kind of just, like, going over it, and, like, it seems definitely more complicated than I first initially mm -hmm. thought it was, um, but I really liked the, um the the rhyming of been in and began for some reason like I thought it was so cool like it just like sounded so cool to me like it, it was kind of like a really slanty rhyme but like I loved it um and also like I loved um the part where it says it sounds like you need a friend um mm -hmm. I don't know I just I I think we've talked about how like that's what we like to hear in like a relationship is sort of like being equals and like being friends um yeah. and then also like the um he'll follow because then that's giving her or like them the power um and then also like heard about all the miles you've gone just to start again like I don't know like some of these are very intimate and like beautiful yeah. lines um so I th the lyrics in this definitely stuck out to me and like um reading them now it seems like a lot of them um are not repetitive well some of them are but like there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of uh there's like a story here and like yeah. I'm I'm excited to, like, dig deeper into it. Yeah. And I thought for the song title, Rear View only comes up, like, once in the song, I think. Um, yeah. Which, for One Direction, usually they pick, like, a, a word that comes up all the time, or it's, like, the chorus word or something. Um, so I'm just, I want to know and be interesting to see, like, how he decided to pick the song titles um, versus, like, picking a more said word in the song. Um, yeah, because it sort of, like, sound like the the... Oh my god, one of my housemates is, like, singing outside my door. Um, uh, this, the title sounds, like, sort of, like, sexual, but, like, this, the song itself seems so more, um, I don't know. I mean, it could be, but also it seems more, like, emotion-driven, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. not as physical. So, yeah, that's interesting. What time did you say you need to go? Uh, 12.30. 12.30, okay. Um, I was thinking you said 10 or whatever, and I was like, well, eight minutes, here we go. <laughs> oh, God, no. Um, okay. So then we move into Wrong, um, which features Kalani. Um, mm. And I thought immediately first hearing it, it sounded like a spy movie to me. Like, what? <laughs> like the beginning sound sounds like it should be like a, like the beginning of a spy movie. Like, oh my God, I'm so excited around. to re-listen to this sound. <laughs> <laughs> and there was also like a big sort of like whip feeling, like, 
like whoosh, like like I don't know these like big like I don't know I don't know what I'm trying to say um, <laughs> I have no idea either but it felt like it almost there should be like a remix where like you're really waiting for the beat to drop and then it just sort of like whacks down and like hmm. it's like jamming um I don't know <laughs> um but I did really like Kalani on this. I thought their yes. harmonies sounded great. Their voices mixed together really mm-hmm. well. Um, and the song was very sexual, this one in mm-hmm. particular. But it seemed consensual to me. So that was good. I, the line's like, I'll get her wetter than ever. Four letters oh is God. never the question. She likes when I'm messy and I like when she's undressing. That was a good rhyme. Messy and undressing. Um, <laughs> And then, baby, some people are meant to be loved and others just naked. <laughs> so, what? <laughs> yeah, that's a line. <laughs> um, yes. But, yeah, so it was very sexual. But I think that brings the appeal for a lot of people. And um, and I thought it was done well. I thought it was done nicely. Like like we said, like there wasn't moments where I was really cringing about mm-hmm. like the sexual stuff. And I thought mm-hmm. it was done... Like, you can talk about sex. Like, that's cool. And if you do it in a good way, and I thought he really did, so I liked that. Um, And I think this could be more of a radio play sort of single song, I thought. Yeah, I agree. I think it would be an awesome single. Um, I think, yeah, you're right. Like, their voices, Kehlani and Zane's, like, sounded so good together. Like, that is just, like, I'm so excited that she was on this album because, like, their voices seemed like they were just, like, meant to be together. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I think that, like, um, because there was a, a woman on this track, it made it even better for me. Um, yeah. because it, like, definitely seemed, like, uh, just, like, more back and forth and just, like, you know, like, sort of, like, playful and, like, fun. Um, and it wasn't just, like, so, like one person, like, talking at someone. It was, like, a conversation. And, and yeah. I, like, really liked that. Um, yeah, I really liked it. I like how, like, it was very, you know, like, you know what it was talking about. It was very, like, mm-hmm. direct and to the point. But, like, also it had, like, some, like, cool, like, wordplay and stuff. Yeah. Um, I thought it was cool. I really liked this one. Mm-hmm. And it makes me think of, like, just because it's featuring Kalani, who's going to open up for Zayn when he does tour because oh, he's been ho, ho. talking about tour. So... I just, I'm interested to see who's going to do that, you know? Yeah, that'd be awesome if she did. Um, also, like, thinking about tour, I wonder if he's going to, like, announce a tour soonish. Because, like, doesn't, like, tour, like, doesn't that happen, like, sort of soon after, like, an yeah, album drops? I, I feel like it's going to be this summer. Like, that's Ooh. what I'm thinking. Huh, interesting, interesting. I hope it doesn't, like, go on sale, like, while I'm, like, away in, like, the deep depths of Europe. Well, I might just have to buy you a ticket then. Okay, yeah. You can come to the one that, what, do you have plans this summer? Like, no, I don't have plans yet, so I'll be free. I'll make, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) yes. Um, so yeah, and, and on his website, it says, like, tour coming soon. Oh, intrigue. It's definitely, I'm sure we're gonna hear about it soon. Yeah. Um, all right, next song, Fool for You. This one definitely was like, this is different from what we've heard so far. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounded almost like it should be like sort of a Broadway song when you hear the piano at the beginning. Um, it was very stripped back at first, and then when the chorus comes in, it gets more like that electronic bit. And I think, was it Sarah, I think, said like she wishes that they kept it more soft rather than putting the electronic bits on. <laughs> um <laughs> But I don't know. It really sounded like it should be like in a play to me. Um, Mm. And you could hear his voice very distinctly at the beginning. um, And it sounded different because there wasn't everything else on top of it, all the production. 
Um, but I did really like the song. Um, I thought it was really beautiful. It was very like sad love songy yeah. because like it is about like tainted love and whatever. Um, and I don't know. I, I really liked it though. What did you think? Um, I liked like the emotion that you could just like really hear just like coming off of it. Um, mm-hmm. and I think that like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm reading the lyrics and it says you're caught between a dream and a movie scene. I thought he was saying a tree in a movie scene. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, I literally have no idea what you mean. Um, Zane. But, um, there was a lot of references to movies in this and like mm-hmm. scenes and like acting, like that kind of stuff. So I think that'd be interesting to like do a song discussion on that and like really think about, um, why he chose that because mm-hmm. um you know that's obviously um he meant to do that um I think that like I liked the emotion I'm not sure if I liked the sound of this as much I think that like some parts I was like I was kind of like ah like my ear is not liking it as much but um I think I'll have to like go back and listen to it because I loved it like emotionally and like lyrically and stuff but then like sonically I was like ah I'm not sure question mark question mark question mark but um yeah I'll have to like go back and listen to it again when I first heard it too, like right as the chorus came in, I was like, oh my God, this reminds me of a song. This reminds me of a song. What song is it? Um, and I was like, okay, it sounds like it played in a movie. And I'm mm-hmm. not sure if this is the song that it reminds me of. And it might be a more like old fashioned song, mm-hmm. an old fashioned love song that it sort of reminded me of. But then I, then I thought of like the song that played during the prom scene in Twilight. And it was <laughs> kind of like that. <laughs> Wait, the... um. Flightless burn bird American something mouth. Yeah. yeah by Aaron and Wine yeah okay interesting I don't I'll know if it's that it. one but it, they're, they're that's what huh. I could come up with but there might be another one as well um, <laughs> but yeah it's like sort of that build up to when the chorus starts and then like kind of hits like that reminds mm. me of something maybe it's like an old fashioned love song I don't know but um I thought it was cool um, mm. yeah okay then we have borders which didn't grab me as much, didn't stand out as much. It was more sort of like rear view level, I guess. Um, But you do get, it's sort of like this, again, stripped back falsetto that's very sort of speaky, choppy. Um, And actually for this one, you mentioned Justin Timberlake earlier. This reminded me of Justin Timberlake, this song. Um, Not Mm. the whole song, but like sort of those like falsetto, high, choppier bits that's more, um, I don't know, whatever sounding. Um, but I liked, lyrically, I liked the metaphors and the imagery in this song. Um, I liked the, you're like a commotion. That's really cool. Um, there was also sea and land imagery. And I liked that he sort of kept that for the whole song. Like, like you said for the other one, what was it that the song had a lot of like movie and scene imagery and this one was more like land, ocean, water. Mm. Um, so I liked that, but I guess lyrically it also wasn't as, clear what was happening because it did have a lot more metaphors so I think it'll be interesting to do a song discussion um yeah and then he used the line good girls which was one moment where I was like don't like that um oh I didn't even hear that hmm, interesting. I, I mean unless I heard it wrong or the lyrics got <laughs> wrong but that's what I heard um okay uh so I would like to go more into that and see see how I how he uses it and, like, really dissect how I like it, I guess, if I like it. 
Mm. Um, and then the ending of the song sounded like a freaking alarm clock. So that was a little annoying because <laughs> I think I'm going to have to like the skip the ending of the song. Oh my God. Time. <laughs> but um, besides that, it was okay. What did you think of Borders? Um, Man, I'm trying to think of like, I really can't think of like what the sound was, but like my note just has cool beat. That's literally all I <laughs> I, I have choppy beat. So. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but I think I remember liking this. Um, and, like, looking through the lyrics again, it also says it has a movie thing, movie line, which is interesting. You know, another movie one. Um, and, yeah, I think I, I think I liked it. I think it had a cool beat. Um, that's literally all I can say because that's all I can remember from it. But I do remember liking this one. Um, and I don't really, um, I, I, I think I have to, like, really, like, think about why it's called Borders because, like, maybe just, like, on the line of, like, um, I don't know, like, their relationship's kind of just, like, on the line. I don't know. So, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It, well, it, it, like, it wasn't one that was a ton to say for me, and it seems yeah. like that way for you, but also I don't know how you listen. So, um, <laughs> all right, let's go to Truth. Yeah. Um, Truth, to me, seems, again, like, uh, one that's talking about his, like, fame and leaving yeah. One Direction and doing stuff for himself. Um and I think that'll make it interesting to discuss. There's mm-hmm. some lines about pointing fingers and naming, not naming names, but it seemed like there was someone at fault. Um, it's, and also, this, I had some lines. This ain't my scene. This wasn't yep. my dream. It was all yours. All, of course. Mm-hmm. I got caught up in this game. And you know I won't say names. Um and this is just like, just like that moment we talked about, I think, was it last episode where I was like, no, dad, I'm giving up your dreams. Yeah. It was like, this Literally ain't my this scene. Lie. This wasn't my dream. Who was, te- like, you know, who was telling him? It was all mm. yours. So whose dream was it? Was it like the bands or was it someone in his family? Because I know Zane publicly said, like, when he left, his dad was like, like, what are you doing? Why are you leaving really? the band? Yeah. Which is oh, interesting. Wow. Um so I don't know if this has to do with like someone he knows from his own life, like personal life or something with the band or um, whatever, but it, it is interesting. And it's very much like karma will show the truth. Like the truth will come out in time, mm-hmm. um, which it reminds me back to like when he was tweeting um, way back, like when he left the band where he's like, we'll see like what happens in time. Like, I don't know if yeah, he said like really ominous tweets. Yeah, but it was like, we'll see, like, it, it's going to come out. You'll see what I meant, like, real music mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Um, Not good flashbacks. Yeah. But I, I thought, like, the vocals were really good on this song. He had a lot of nice high notes and runs. Um, and I don't know. I, I do think the, like, accusatory bits could have been more punchy than they were. Um, and I mean, mm. obviously it's his stylistic choice, but I thought it could be even more of a, like, it could have been a really catchy song because people do like songs where it's like, I'm not going to name names, but like, this is you, this wasn't my dream. Like that yeah. could have been, it could have been radio. Like if it was more, um, I don't know, more intense, but I see like, it, that's not what he did, but I feel like it could have been like that. It could have sort of been like a more different song with the lyrics, um, and what else do I have? Oh, yeah, for the... Well, let's just hear your opinions, and then I'll ask this other question. What are your opinions okay. on the song? 
Um, I really liked it, and I think that I like the the truth of the lyrics. Ha, huh? I didn't even mean to do that. Um, <laughs> but, like, the honesty, I think that's what I meant. Um, and, like, when I was looking at the lyrics, I was just like, oh, wow, like, this is pretty obvious, like, what it's meant to be about. Um, but, um, yeah, I think it's interesting when you're, like, kind of just being like, I won't name any names, but then, like, the, your entire song is about that you won't name names. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but I think that he, like, obviously can't be, like, too specific. Um, mm-hmm. So this is, like, his, like, um the level of specific... Nope! <laughs> <laughs> the level of specificness. That's not a word, but you know what I mean. Specificity. Yep, that's the one. That's the one um, <laughs> that he can get away with. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm reading this now, and he, like, repeats see the truth, like, so many times mm-hmm. that it seems almost like a mantra, and it's very interesting. I'm going to have to, like, go back, because I don't even remember hearing it that often, but obviously it's very repetitive with mm-hmm. that, um, so he's clearly trying to make a point here. Um, and I think that a lot of these lyrics are wrong on this website, because um, <laughs> it's saying my own ma was in my way, but I'm pretty sure it might have been mine, because why is he, mine. like, dragging... Yeah, why is he trying to drag his one. mom? Like, I don't think I that he would do that. Like, I saw that one last night. I was like, no, no, that's not what it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think this is interesting, and I love that he was writing about um, his fame and, like, his... Well, I mean, obviously I'm, like, projecting, but, like, yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, that's, like, yeah. what he was writing about because, like, that's what we wanted from him is, like, a couple of songs about that, and, like, we got even... We got multiple, like, well, that could be interpreted in that way, so I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. And before, I was just going to ask you about the repeating of See the Truth, so you kind of oh. covered that. Mm. Um, but let's go on to Luca Days, Luke, Luca Zade. I keep saying that wrong. Yeah. It's confusing. But, Is um, it an actual word? Like, I'm going to look it up. It's, it's an energy drink in uh, England. Um, it's a, oh. And he says pink Luca Zade. Um, and I don't know if this is something everyone else knows in, like, England, but, like, I've never heard of this. <laughs> um, yeah, I've never seen it. Maybe I'll have to yeah. go drink some now. <laughs> yeah, you should. Tell us how it is. Um, okay. But, yeah, it's apparently, like, some energy drink. Um, this song was one of the longer songs on the album. It didn't grab me. Didn't love it, like, that much. There was swearing in the songs, which there hadn't been swearing since, like, uh, Pillow Talk, I don't think. So... That was interesting, and I didn't think there a lot of songs on the album were very sweary, and a lot of people were, like, worried about the whole, like, I'm throwing away my boy band image thing, so mm-hmm. I don't think he played too much into that. Um, there's lots of lyrics I want to discuss for this song. I, yeah. I pinpointed, want to take these watches, chains, and, and gold rings. I'm getting caught up in the feelings that they bring. A lack of sanity, losing touch with reality. Um, so while like musically it didn't grab me, the lyrics definitely, some of these, just the ones that I've read are so interesting and I think speak to how personal the song is, mm-hmm. um, and how much he's really talking about his own feelings and like putting himself out there. Um, and, and also like what I noticed lyrically was it didn't seem to be one storyline and it seemed to be like yeah. a lot of sort of emotions and feelings and like maybe like, and I, I really like how that works when you're going through a ton of stuff and like all this stuff is in your head. And, like, you put it mm-hmm. in, into some, like, art piece and it comes across as confusing and hard to interpret. And, like, so then when you listen to it or you look at it, you feel the way the person felt when they, like, created the art. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then this I said, abrupt ending. Um, it was, like, when I told you I was over you or were you under me? And it was, like, that was it. That was the ending. Um, and it was kind of, like what just happened but I think it just really fit well with like the confusion of this song I guess yeah I love that yeah I definitely agree and I think that like um I agree with 
the fact that this song wasn't my favorite and like I wrote down it sounds a little bit discordant but I think that like um now that you're like saying that um I think it definitely fits with like the emotion with it and sometimes it's like I don't know I, I like sort of wasn't the like most smooth sounding song but I think that it definitely fits with the story now that I think about it because mm-hmm. it's, it's sort of like hard to swallow but like I think that's kind of the point maybe yeah. um because like there's so much going on there's so much like pain and emotion in the song that like mm-hmm. um it would be kind of um it wouldn't really make sense if it was so like smooth sounding and like beautiful um and I like that it sort of fits with that um and yeah so many of these lyrics are so beautiful one that I wrote down was um elephant in the room disguised as your perfume like wow like what a lyric man yeah um I hope freaking Zane wrote these all I know oh man I need to be Zane yeah and um you know like I'm trying to scream but the words won't come out like that's 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 really powerful. He's like um, the elephant one, like hits Ed Sheeran good. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I it. hope he wrote that one, man. That is so good. That like stopped me in my tracks. I was like, wow. Like <laughs> shout out to Zane. Um, but yeah, I think, and there's not a lot of repetition in this song, which I think is so interesting because yeah. it's just like, so much going on, and I love it, and I'm so excited to. Um, uh, go into this further because it's just like it's so much going on and just like it's so powerful um wow I, I'm just like getting like even overwhelmed and like <laughs> mystified by like I reading these lyrics now voice. yeah wow Zane good one buddy <laughs> um okay let's move on to I'm gonna say this is pronounced T-I-O now that I've yeah. heard the song yeah um, yeah I think this was a poor choice in title I think yeah. he should have called it take it off Mm-hmm. Tio means uncle in Spanish, <laughs> which is very different than what this song is. So yeah. I wish he named it "Take It Off." Makes more sense to me than Tio because it really threw me for a different vibe for this song. I was like screaming when I was listening to it for the first time. I was like, "Oh my god!" I thought this was going to be about his family, about his uncle, or something. <laughs> and um, then it was like. Oh, I get the... I was like, why is it called Uncle? I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, this song is one I have seen people talking about a lot from, like, the little that I've looked on Twitter and Tumblr. This is one that people have been, like, putting out there as one of their favorites. Um, mm. I think... When I heard it, it reminded me of an earlier song, and I never went back to check which earlier song it reminded me of. <laughs> but... I don't know. It has definitely like sort of that pillow talky kind of vibes, but I don't think that's the one that I thought it sounded like. And I mm. and I have a note here. Could you imagine One Direction singing this? <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> um, I mean, this song was very sexually charged. Oh um, uh, yeah. <laughs> I I really like the line taking off your makeup because it just seemed like so sort of like, um, like this is just, I don't know, part of life type thing, like very normal, like taking off your makeup, taking off your clothes. I don't know. Do you get that? Like, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah, sort of like, like intimate and like yeah. relationshipy. Cause like, yeah. Cause like when I first heard it, I was like, oh, is this the kind of thing? It's like, oh, you, you're beautiful without makeup. But yeah. I think it's just like sort of like, um, they're like comfortable with each other that like, yeah. um, you know, he'd rather her be comfortable without makeup on than like, you know what that kind of, that kind of stuff. I didn't get the vibe. There was like, oh, take off your makeup because I hate like yeah. when girls have it plaster all over your face. So, like that's not the vibe I got from this, but I could yeah. be wrong. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was um, very like intimate. You know, yeah, definitely, and like definitely, it seems like they're in like a steady relationship. Um, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think that it's definitely um, 
pretty sexually charged, as you said. Um, <laughs> definitely even, like, the first line. Um, yeah. I can taste it on your mouth. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, I like it, though. I, I think this, like, um, was catchy. I can't really remember really what I thought about it. Um, but, yeah, I, I thought it was cool. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I thought it was catching to the point where this could be a single. I mean, it's very, like, mm. I don't know, like, what is allowed on radio and whatever, but, like, I did think this was one that, like, people would like radio-wise. Um, yeah. I think it could be, like, a favorite of just fans, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I quite liked it. I thought it was good. I liked it. Not, not just the lyrics, but, like, the sound of it was really good. I liked the sound of it. It was just a good beat. Um, and... What else did I say? Um, I didn't like the line, and it's all mine, though, because that was kind of possessive. <laughs> but that's what I have, and it's not in context right now. So, Oh, yeah, be, I don't even see that where it is, but yeah. It'll be interesting to, to see, especially with these sex songs, that, like, if there are bits that were like, nope, shouldn't have done that, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I liked the lyric, like, don't take it easy. Um, just because, like, that's, like, I don't know, it's not like him saying, like, I won't take it easy, but it's, like, giving her the control, which I thought mm-hmm. was cool. Um, so, yeah, that's, like, what one of the things I have written down. I think that's the only thing I've written down. <laughs> Let's get naked and explore our inner secrets. <laughs> Intriguing, Zane. Intriguing. <laughs> Niall singing that? Could you imagine? <laughs> I mean, he's saying some saucy lyrics about, yeah. you know, in temporary fix and, yes, um... Yeah. I'm trying to think of some other ones. <laughs> I mean, no control is pretty yeah, uh, control. explicit in yeah. a way, in in a One Direction <laughs> way, if you will. Yeah. Me and again with the, if you will. <laughs> I'm going to like try to cut that out of my vocabulary from now on. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's go on to Blue. Um, this, again, was one where I was like, okay, this really sounds different. I mean, it's pretty much because yeah. Fool for You and Blue are like the slower songs on the album. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't understand him. And even when yeah. I tried, it was hard. Um, but I did look at the lyrics. Um, I could really picture this in a stadium. Um, hmm. Like, just, like, really quiet stadium. Everyone would need to, like, really shut up and, like, not have those, like, annoying people that shout out and, like, sing and tell people yeah. to be quiet. Um, but I thought it was really, really beautiful. And it just had, like, again, such a sad love song, like, yeah. feeling. And I love the phrase, love me blue. I think that's so mm, beautiful. Yes. Love it, love it, love it. And it just, like, it had, like, blue, blue, blue Christmas, like, Elvis vibes and, like, other, like, old-timey sort of sad love song vibes to me as well. Um, yeah. What did you think? Yeah. I thought it was beautiful. And I think that, like, um, just, like, the phrase blue is pretty, you know, um, universal like meaning sad and stuff mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yes. um I described that really terribly but yeah um I, I don't know it's I thought it was really beautiful too it was very emotion emotion wrought um and like reading these lyrics now it's even like hitting me even harder like there is one um uh in her eyes where I want to be like that's beautiful mm-hmm. um and that's like even like a simpler lyric there's other there's other ones that like I really just, yeah, I really love, um, I need somebody to love me blue. That's, that's beautiful, man. Um, yeah, I'm excited to, I'm excited to like go into all of these lyrics, man. Like I'm excited. Me too. And it's like, not, not that I don't think One Direction songs are good, but I think there's more sort of like mystery with a lot of Zane songs. And like, because it is one person, you have a more personal 
sort yeah. of like voice, I guess, like one voice yeah. where it'll be really interesting to go in. And I think there's more like, just like from a literature sort of standpoint, there's like more like metaphor and stuff that you can go into. Yeah. Um, and pick apart. Okay. Yeah. Bright. This is, I said, this is the never enough of the album, but I, I don't really know on second listen if I if that's held up for me. Um, <laughs> but it was sort of like fast paced, stabby, as Harry likes to say. Um, I have intense feeling criminal movie. So I thought this was <laughs> a criminal movie as well. Um, I thought the word bright would be really interesting to talk about in this song. I think it could have a lot of double meanings. Um, yeah. The obvious one is quite sexual, I think. Um, I loved the sort of choppy bits where it was like, I load her like a gigabyte, like da 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 da. It was sort of like these like four lines that came really fast and just sort of shot out there. I think it was four, three or four. Um, and I said, I really like this one. And it does yeah. have a repetitive chorus, but I thought it like really worked. I don't know. I like this one a lot. Yeah, me too. Um and I think that, like, even though it's, um, um, there's not too many lyrics, like, reading them, I mean, like, listening to it the first time, like, there's a lot of ones that, like, really stuck out to me, mm-hmm. um, and I thought that was interesting, especially, um, uh, She's the Queen Tonight, I think mm. that might be a lyric, um, <laughs> I wrote it down as one, but now I'm reading this and I can't find it, but I swear I heard it, <laughs> um, so I'm just gonna pretend that that was a lyric, because I really liked that, and also, um, I thought it was, like, Found My Lie in Between Shots and Getting High, but I think it's Found My Life, mm-hmm. um, but I like, I like the lie better, yeah, um, lie, so, okay, well, well, just pretend it's lie, um, for my sake, <laughs> um, yeah, I like it, um, I I just think that it's like so interesting and like um I don't I don't love the the thought of like someone being like the end all be all like cure of like your your mental suffering but um I thought it was like also very interesting as like how he was saying like um like the cage I was in fell away when she asked me to dance again like I thought that was very beautiful um yeah yeah, yeah definitely a standout yeah um, definitely. Then we go into Like I Would, which we've talked about. Um, when I heard it in order, I could really see why he picked it as, like, one to release or, like, possible single. Don't really know if yeah. it's a single. Think it'll be good on radio. It's catchy. I like it. Not much more to say because we've discussed it a bit. Do you have anything? Nope. I love it, though. Um, and then the last one we're going to talk about today is She Don't Love Me, um, which is the longest song on the album. Um Again, couldn't understand what he was saying at the beginning. Um, And I don't know if it's going to bug me, because, like, now that I know the lyrics, or, like, when I get used to it, I'll I'll know them Mm -hmm. better. I don't know if it's going to, like, frustrate me that it's kind of hard to hear. Um, But I thought this one was very truthful. It was sort of, like, it almost seemed as though he was, like, writing as he was sort of doing, like, thought processing and, like, metacognition, and he was in a point of confusion and not really knowing... Mm -hmm. And, like, because the, also the subject or, like, who he's talking to sort of changes. Like, it seems like first he's talking to a person that he's been involved with. And then, like, it changes point of view and it goes to, like, his own, um, like, talking to himself, sort of self-talk type stuff. Um, so I think that could be interesting in a song discussion. Um, and it is kind of a controversial song because the lyrics do talk about sort of cheating on someone is what, what I saw. Um, I think I know she don't love me. That's why I F around. Um, don't know if that's 
necessarily cheating, but it is more like, uh, I guess, a negative part of, like, a relationship, I guess. Oh, wow. I completely (laughs) didn't understand, like, what he was saying. I thought it said, that's why I, like... Um, F her good. <laughs> Literally, LOL, I'm us trying to censor ourselves. But yeah, like, that's what I thought I was saying. I, I was like, oh, okay, that, like, makes more sense. But, like, mm-hmm. now I'm like, wow, this is honest, but, like, also, like, kind of uh, shady, but also, like, I don't know, it's interesting. Um, and also, I like the um, I think I know, because then it's like, like, you think or you know, you know what right, I mean? Right. Um, so I think that's interesting. Yeah, I think this, like, stood out to me. Um, I only listened to it once, but I remember really liking it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked this one, too. Um, I also have, I think this sort of goes for the whole album, that there is lots of talking about wanting someone's body, like, physically, rather than, like, all, like, different parts of them, I guess. And I mm-hmm. think there is sometimes where it's talking about, like, other parts of a person, and I don't think it's wrong to talk about wanting someone physically, but I also just kind of wish there was more of a balance. Um, yeah, and especially in this song, like, yeah, I definitely see it because it's particular. like I want you, your body, because like, uh, yeah, yeah. Which I don't know if he's trying to go for like the sexy vibe or whatever, but I do wish there was. It is sexy too when you want someone for their personality. So, mm-hmm. you know. um, that was something I definitely noticed. Um, and then we're gonna do the next the the target edition songs next episode um and I just sort of have some sum up questions before Kara leaves us to go pack or whatever um did you have a favorite song I think that she was my favorite standout song and also like um flower just because like it was so Mm -hmm. beautiful and just like struck me so hard um yeah I think those are my top two at the moment what about you I have like a whole bunch that I wrote down I had okay she wrong T.I.O. Mm, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Bright, She Don't Love Me, Fool For You, and Blue. Um, hmm. But then, like, it's like, okay, well, I still like Pillow Talk, and I still like... Yeah, and before. I, I like, like, yeah, before, like I would. Before is probably going to be one of my favorites. Um, so it's really hard to pick a favorite at this point. I think we need to sort of revisit that. Um, yeah. Least favorites, did you have any? Oh, interesting. Because, like, I thought that, like... Um, Luco Days was, like, one of my least favorites, like, because mm-hmm. of the sound, but, like, now, like, listening to lyrics, like, I, I mean, just, like, I, I, like, now I have a better understanding, so I'm gonna, like, listen to it again, um, but, like, sound-wise, it was one of my least favorites. Yeah, that's but... what I have. I have Luco Zade and Borders, Luco but, like, Zade, yeah. n- now that we've talked about it, I'm, like, well, I don't know anymore, so. Yeah, because, <laughs> like, seems purposeful, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, sort of comparing it to a One Direction album and what Zane's done with One Direction, how do you think it sat with that? Um, I think that it's, like, exactly, like, what I wanted from Zane and, like, what I think he wanted to do. Um, and, like, I don't know. It just, like, definitely is clear that, like, the One Direction music wasn't, like, fulfilling the artistic creativity that he wanted it to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that you can obviously like both One Direction and Zane's music because they're so different. Um, um, but, yeah, I think that... I really appreciate that he, um, I don't know, did something so different and so interesting. Mm-hmm. And it really sounds like to me, like, this is what he wanted to do. And this was yeah. probably, like, held in him for a lot of years. And, like, mm-hmm. now he's getting to do exactly what he wants to do. And I think that really comes out in how much I liked the album and how good it sounds. Yeah, um, I agree. And compared to One Direction, like, it's hard to say, like, uh, lyrically... 
it is very strong, but it's also, like, coming from his, like, complete personal self. And I think, like, if we see solo music from the other boys, um, especially someone like Harry, I think it could be very lyrically strong as well. Yeah. Um, and also, like, it's a different type of music, so perhaps this type of music lends more to being, like, personal or, like, getting more metaphorical. I don't know. It's kind of, like, hard to say because Taylor Swift did really a lot of pop type stuff and hers was quite good lyrically, I think. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just different from One Direction. I don't know if, like, I think I like One Direction music just better because like I'm always gonna love One Direction more um (laughs) it's just like a whole new thing which will be like great to get into yeah Um, and like I'm um I'm happy that you enjoy this album because I feel like it's not um the type of music I see you listening to like um mm -hmm. like your top choice but like I'm I'm excited that you liked it so yeah could you imagine if I like was like no this was horrible this was a horrible album (laughs) and then like for the next like 10 months you have to deal with me hating the album (laughs) oh man that would make for some interesting strife Kara Um. and Caitlin's friendship ends March 25th (laughs) (laughs) lord (laughs) yep um good thing that didn't happen (laughs) yeah um All right, and then public receiving this. Do you think this will be received well by the public? What do you think the, like, reactions are going to be? Yes, I think that it's going to be one of those things that, like, Justin Bieber had this year where it's like, wow, I can't believe I like Justin Bieber. Like, you know, it's like, oh, wow, I can't believe Zayn from One Direction is actually talented and good singer. Like, that kind of annoying stuff, which is, like, annoying, but, like, at least he's getting the recognition that, like, he deserves. Um... But, so, like, you know, brace yourselves for that annoying stuff, but, um, I think that it's definitely going to be received well. Um, I, I'm excited to see, like, what singles he puts out, and, like, um, I, I hope to hear it on the radio here. Um. I heard Pillow Talk, like, three times. I was driving yesterday. I heard it, like, three times yesterday. It was crazy. Because I hadn't ever heard it on the radio before. And then three times. Yeah, it was intense. But I agree with you. I think it's going to be met well by the public, and I, I hope to see it up in the charts, and I hope he gets number one, and. Um, I'm just excited for that. Yeah, um, we're so Zayn positive right now. I'm like excited. I know. Like, I'm real. I'm glad that like I'm feeling the love right I now. I know. Like, I definitely had like a healing experience yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So and it's like it's it's sucky just to be negative, just to be negative, just to be negative. Exactly. You know? Like I don't yeah. want to sit here on this podcast and be negative all the time. Like I've been negative before about Zayn, and like you know, I just kind of want to like just be positive for a second. I don't want to have all this hatred. Um, yeah. So, Agreed. and then another question, did this meet expectations or exceed or match what you thought? And how did, I don't know, how do you feel about all that? Um, I think it did. Um, at least for me, I was like, I, I remember listening to she and just being like, yes, like this is exactly like what I wanted from Zane. And like, um, I think that's, you know, exactly what I expected. Like, I remember like listening to, I don't know. I like remember like hearing pillow talk and be like, oh wow, this is so much more pop. Um, than I expected, but, like, the other songs, like, in conjunction with that, like, I feel like it was such a good mix and, like, definitely more R&B um, than I first initially thought it was going to be with, like, Pillow Talk and stuff, but, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I, I really thought it, like, met my expectations slash, slash exceeded them with, like, the lyrical stuff, so yeah. good job, Zane. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think he just did a really good job and put out a really good product. I think there's just so many good things about the album. Um and I mean, while we didn't hear rapping, which was like 
sort of oh, something yeah, that, that we talked about might be on this. We did hear it in that remix of, what was it? Pillow Talk, maybe? or uh, I think so, yeah. Um, so that would have been cool to see rapping, but maybe he doesn't sound good rapping or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I did. I did think it like met my expectations and exceeded it lyrically, at least. Like, mm, yeah. Really, really like the the writing on this album. So, um, but yeah, before like we're gonna talk about it more coming up on on all of our upcoming episodes. Um, but I really like now. I'm excited to like really focus on listening and like enjoying and listening to listen rather than listening to analyze. Yeah, same. Um. And I'm just, I'm excited to see like how my opinions change because I think that's definitely possible. We've seen it already just dissecting One Direction songs and with time, like, like opinions change. So I'm, I'm ready to like fully digest it and take it all in and see like reactions from everyone. Like I want to be on Tumblr. I want to be on Twitter. I want to see what people are saying. Um, Like fan art that's going to come out of this. Ah. Just so cool. So this I is am an ready. exciting time. I'm it pumped, is. man. It is. And I kind of said that I'm gonna be like kind of without Wi-Fi for <laughs> most of this week because I feel like I'm gonna like come back uh, like uh, when I'm in like coffee shops and stuff with Wi-Fi and just be like inundated with all this great mm. stuff. Um, so feel free to tweet the Talk Direction account with like your reactions and stuff because like that's like probably the first place I'll look to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to like see what everyone thinks, man. Like I'm excited. Yeah. So I'm going to say goodbye to Kara now and then bring my sister back on and finish off the episode. Um, But thanks for, like, making time for us today, Kara. You're a real (laughs) trooper with, like, you know, traveling and packing and being over in England across the pond, so. Yeah, you too with, like, getting up at 6 (laughs) a.m. after being up so late. Oh, my God. Shout out to you, man. Shout out to us. We're so great, guys. Like, look at at us. See, our, I feel like in instead of, um, you know, mind of mind destroying our friendship, it really brought us closer together, um, you know, Definitely. on this March 25th day. <laughs> I'm really happy that this episode has been kind of loopy. I was ready for it, and now it has <laughs> happened, and I think it'll be fun to listen back to this. <laughs> like, yeah. It's a little bit crazy. All right. Um, bye, Kara. Bye. Okay, so now Jessie's back with us. Um, and we're going to go through sort of the closing of the show with her. Um, let's start with recommendations. Um, my recommendation is a little cheap because I haven't had a lot of time to think about it. And it's only been two days since we recorded our last one. So mine is to go file, file, go follow Niall on Snapchat, just Niall Horan, N-I-A-L-L Horan, um, And also, if you tweet him and encourage him to use Snapchat, that would be cool. And then maybe Liam will then make his Snapchat public, and that will just be the best thing. Because, of course, we want their Snapchats public, because that's great. Um, And Jess, what's your recommendation this week? Um, My recommendation is to go listen to Walk the Moon. Um, Caitlin introduced me to them a couple months ago, and I just fell in love. They're amazing, and they, they have really inspirational songs that really just, like, make you feel good and will lift your spirits um, and encourage you to, like, go try new things and, like, be great. It was actually almost a year ago that I recommended them yeah, to you. Yeah, it's actually crazy, which is weird. Um, but, yeah, Jesse's the one who I said I'm going to the concert with this summer for Walk the Moon, so. 
Super excited. Yeah. We had a big dance party last night, and we were dancing to Shut Up and Dance With Me, which was really fun, plus a whole bunch of other songs. But it was like an hour and a half. Yeah, we like sat there just singing the songs. Jessica's someone who literally, we can just sit and sing songs together and like just dance in our seats, and we will have the time of our lives. Yeah, it'll be great. It was pretty good. Um, and then Tweet of the Week. Um, mine is... It's from a while ago, but I don't think we talked about it. Maybe we did, but I'm not sure. So I'm just going to bring it up again, and if we did talk about it, whoops. Um, But this was from Louie, who posted a picture on Instagram with the caption, Reminds me of being a kid. And it was a picture of a dandelion, like the, when it's in its like puffy form that you would blow and make a wish. And like, it was very like Tumblr, sort of artsy with his like sneakers at the bottom and he was holding this and like, it just kind of a, reminds me of being a kid. It was a little bit sad and nostalgic and, but I liked it. Did you see that photo? I did. Um, I think that those kind of photos like fans can connect with, especially because I think a lot of young kids blow on dandelions I don't know it's like one of those yeah. stars they're just like us they yeah. also blow on dandelions <laughs> yes one of those moments. yeah um and Jess what's your tweet of the week this week um my tweet of the week is when yesterday you tweeted a picture of a shirt that said what makes you beautiful and we were shopping at Target and I actually saw that and I thought of Caitlin and then she happened to go over and see the shirt, but Oh, I yeah. didn't know you saw it first. Yeah, because I went over and looked at those shirts. Oh. Well, I thought yeah. of One Direction, of course, when I saw it. <laughs> of course, because it is their lyric. Yes. Um, yeah. Oh, thanks for choosing me. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and then question of the week this week. What is your favorite song off Mind of Mine? And then what are your reactions to the album? Songwriting, musically, like we just kind of want to know it all. We want your feedback. Um, because again, Kara's and my reactions were very much, we listened to the songs like one or two times and kind of gave our first reactions. So we really want to hear what you guys have to say about it so we can, you know, form more solid opinions. Um, and then just general feedback or suggestions for the shows, any topics you want to hear us talk about it. I'm sure we're going to be doing some song analyses on the songs we've mentioned today. Um, so write us in and let you, let us know which ones you want us to talk about first um, so we can get into that. But thank you guys so much for listening to episode 41 of Talk Direction. Make sure to go follow us on Twitter at talk underscore direction. We're going to be doing some polls about Mind of Mind, which are always fun to participate in and see how other people are feeling about the songs that you may or may not like. Um, you can email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. Visit our Tumblr. Um, talkdirection.tumblr.com we always have our anon open so you can send us messages that way you can follow us on instagram talkdirection or follow me individually on twitter caitlin ir foster and that's c-a-i-t-l-i-n or you can follow kara on twitter and she's kara underscore pond and kara is spelt with a c um And then you can also head over to iTunes and rate and review us and subscribe so that you get new episodes every time they're released. Like I said on the episode a couple days ago, we are having that Harry Potter bonus episode that will be released soon. Um, I still have to edit it, but it's coming. Um, And then you can also listen to us on SoundCloud if you would like, if that's better for you. Um, And I want to thank you, Jesse, for coming on sort of last minute. Thank you for coming. Thanks for having me. I would love to have you on one where we do like a main discussion as well because Jesse does 
while she's like saying she's not such a huge fan, she does know their music really well. Um, so, and she has really good opinions. So yeah. Yeah. I'd love to have you on. Um, and even just for like, get to know like your hosts and like, this is my sister. Like I know her really well. So, um, it'd be cool. But, um, I'm Caitlin. I'm Jessica. And Kara was there earlier. (laughs) But thank you guys for listening. See you next time for episode 42.